What's up, guys? Welcome back to Paper Planes. My name is Paolo. Oh, shit. Christian. <laughs> <laughs> My name <Sweet>. is Catholic. <laughs> Catholic. <laughs> and this is flight number 34 of Paper Planes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> if you guys, we have a whiteboard off to the side so we don't miss our points. And it I, has Paulo's beautiful drawings on it. It's not Paulo's my drawings. Paulo doesn't want to admit it, but he's getting really creative. You know what? Fuck it. I'm putting. Creative, I'm putting a picture up right now of what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> but this um, is flight number thirty-four of yeah. Paper Planes. Um, we don't really have a topic t- for today but we have a lot of we'll just we could free flow it we have a lot of things that has happened in the past week yes we do actually if you guys have noticed uh, corbin is no longer uh, he's not dead he's just Damn. no longer <laughs> i was about to say Cor- corbin is no longer with us but i was like that makes it sound like he's dead as fuck yeah. he's not on the podcast no more because he is gone <laughs> yeah he's on the in a different area <laughs> I was looking at Christian's face. He's just, Why are we wording it so poorly? He went to the Philippines. He's in the Philippines right now. Probably about to get someone pregnant. Yeah. Uh, even uh, though we told him not to. But yeah. um, Corbin, if you're listening to this, we hope you're doing good, even though we know you're not listening to this. Yo, but if you are you listening to this, any other viewer, make sure you like and subscribe to the Ooh. YouTube. Um, follow us on all our Instagram socials. And if you're really about it and you got that dog in your lungs... <laughs> <laughs> you mean uh, you got that dog in you not specifically your lungs just because of the meme picture that we saw earlier yeah um hit us up for the discord link yep otherwise just join the public discord that's fucking chaotic yeah and then we'll we'll cherry pick whoever is cool from there and then it's put that election and don't don't be demanding it like don't be don't yeah be, Who's that motherfucker that was know. like, was on, was it our Instagram? That's like, send the Discord or else. I was like, fuck yeah. you, man. <laughs> Who the fuck? We, if you were watching, I don't know. I don't yeah, really care. Maybe we'll send you the Discord. Yeah, yeah, if you will. actually comment down below and said you watched this episode, then we'll send you the link. Yeah, yeah. Even though, I don't know. But yeah. But this time last week, we were, actually, no, that's a couple days after. Last Saturday was Corbin's goodbye party, his birthday celebration slash, like, you know, going away party. It was very emotional, very eventful. Yeah. And we also did, like, a dance choreography, but we'll get to that. <laughs> you had lots of fun. So, Soya, how was, like, how was that event for you? Like, oh what were you goodness. thinking, like, before it happened, when it, when it started? Before it happened, I was... Um I was kind of just relishing the fact that this is uh, this is it. This is gonna be the last thing we're gonna have as a family in America. Really, in America, but um, one of the things I thought about, um, my sister sent this clip that she saw on TikTok, and it was just uh, it was a, like a podcast, but it was talking about how when you turn eighteen, that's the you spend ninety percent of the time. Uh, that you'll spend your entire life with your parents because most people when they turn 18 here in America they move out wow that's so true that is true um, I was just thinking like this is similar in the way that since my parents are going to be in the Philippines and um, we're kind of just doing our own thing now we're going to this new chapter in our life I was just reflecting on the fact that that's going to be the um, the last time we're going to be in this collective family unit um, that was in the same structure as when I was growing up. Like, you know, when I was a kid and I was like living under my parents. Uh, so I was really just thinking about that and how that is like, a big change. Like you've been with them your whole life. Yep. And things are different now. Um, I was just thinking about how it was nice that we were having this before they leave. We were working together because we were getting ready for the party. We we're just we were planning things out. We we're going to get groceries, and I was just like, "Oh, this is nice." We were we're working as a team, as a, a family unit, to get this this thing accomplished. So I was like, and I was just like, "Yeah, this is uh, this is gonna be really nice." Uh, I was I was just really relishing that moment, and then at the party, I was just having a lot of fun. It was so nice because I <laughs> I went into the pool with Paulo. I was like, wow, this feels just like 
when back we would when go we to Christian's and we went parties. to Christian's house to sleep over and we would swim and we just do random shenanigans stuff. And then I saw Corbin's group of friends. I was like, wow. <laughs> Corbin has so many friends for no reason. Yeah. Bro, what the fuck? Side note, why the hell are all kids these days tall as fuck? Like I'm just, I, there's no, got GMOs tall. in the food they're eating. They got was, HGH in the water. I thought Corbin was tall. Everyone else is just like, I guess that's just the standard nowadays. I think American like, diet. Also with Corbin's friend group, because I thought they were going to be like similar to Corbin, but it was kind of nice seeing that they still held the persona of an actual 15, 16 year old, whereas Corbin kind of doesn't mm. due to the way he dresses and like how he acts and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They were just um, being. Yeah, and then they're like it is refreshing. Like fifty, yeah, it's refreshing. And then Corbin actually being like that with them, and not trying to be cool or not trying to be cool, even though that's what Corbin displays. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? In a way, the fact that all of his different friend groups were there shows layers of his personality. Yes, which is you know it's kind of hard to see his personality on the you know on the podcast or whatever. I don't know, like, yeah. shit. <laughs> but, um, so his, he had, like, he had his gamer friend group where he would be crackhead and it was more, it was a dynamic similar to what we have going that on. That one's, like, more relatable to, like, what we're familiar with. Yep. And then he had his high school friend group, which is the more superficial, just appearances aspect of it. And then there was the Filipino community that he's part of, which is. Like a combina- it's in between the the high school and the his nerd friend group. Yeah, <laughs> what's up? I farted. Oh, I thought you, were, I thought you were laughing. Well, you at blasted it. one last episode too, and I forgot to censor. I was gonna censor it with the ding, but I forgot, so it just <laughs> it's somewhere in there. It just came out. Yeah, but uh, it was uh, just a lot of fun because it was also one of the first times we held a party in years, like our family holding oh, yeah. a party. Yeah. Um, and I also, I was just excited too, because we were working on this, this choreo together and we had, which I'm very proud of you guys both. I was telling Soya this, so I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was telling like Soya this, like when I was doing, when we were performing, I was mostly proud of you and, uh, Soya. And, like, that's why I, like, such a... Like, I wasn't focused on performing. I was focused on, like, how you guys were performing. And, like, really after that... Like, in the in the choreo, there's, like, a part where we... I made a last-second decision to have a spin. Like, after the spin, and, like, I saw all of us do it in unison. I mean, I, lo- I saw Corbin do his little pelvic thrust. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw, like, how you guys were smiling, too, after the spin. And I was like, damn, this is dope. And then... I would constantly rewatch that video just to see like your guys' movement. And it was just like, I saw the level up from when I taught you the piece to like what it looked like when we were done performing. Yeah. And then I was telling Soy this too, like, I'm proud of Corbin too as well, but I could tell like this motherfucker just did it to look cool. Yeah. Yeah. Corbin was just doing his thing. Just trying yeah, to 16 year old stuff. Yeah. But what was funny was like, I saw like I kind of remember the layout of who was where in the audience and I was watching Corbin's eyes and I was like seeing him like blush like whenever he would make eye contact at certain people he would kind of have like a little awkward smile and it was certain it was which point who was it it? I don't know drop her name right now I don't know who the name is but describe them the people oh yeah. gosh <laughs> I'll, I'll talk i'll say it afterwards okay okay um but anyways it was definitely in that general area and like i was like i was looking at him like he looked like a little kid again because he had like a little like shy smirk <laughs> and then like i just started busting out laughing when i seen that part ah, which one which part was it i think it was after the spin or is after we did this mm, it was right before our dance break when i did this part where we go forward and then backward and then Corbin. Corbin almost fucked that up too. <laughs> this motherfucker. He, well, he did not. Okay. Again, to preface, we did not get to rehearse at all because Corbin was hanging out with his friends. Which is fine. Which it's, is fine. It's for his party. But he, you know, it showed. <laughs> it definitely showed. 
Yeah. Okay. So we did the performance, and then I. Oh, one more thing. I remember if we look when we look back at the video after we do our spins into place, you can see Christian's smile gets so big just watching us like do our thing. Christian was just like he was just doing muscle memory at that point, but you were just <laughs> cheesing the whole time. Bro, it's yeah, crazy too it. because I literally learned that part like five minutes before <laughs> because Soy was like, "All right, this is how we do." It. I was like, "All right." And then, like, I just did it muscle memory. And then, like, I'm just focusing on, like, Soyo and Corbin performing. And then even when we did, like, the kickball change turn, yeah. I was, like, peripherally watching you guys. Like, you guys are dialed in to, like, the movements. As I'm just, like, you know, doing a muscle memory. I'm like, I'm so proud of these You're guys. You're just cheesing, bro. I really was. But I was also cheesing, too, because I was like, I forgot, like, <laughs> a little bit of the movement. Nice. So when I was, like, doing the running, I was like, also, Corbin fucking drifted. Like towards Soya air, Soya's area when we were doing the running man. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. What the fuck was that? I thought he was supposed to be staking place. And then Corbin looked at you like, "Why are you so close to me?" Yeah, like, what do you mean? Like, wait, what? That's Corbin, bro. Because Corbin centered in the middle, and then somehow he starts drifting to the side. I was like, "What are we doing?" That's why I was like laughing too in my head. I was like, "This is fucking so funny." Yeah, the dance break was chaotic as fuck, dude. <laughs> the dance break was super chaotic, but I'm just proud that the areas where I choreographed was on point. <laughs> oh, man. But that dance so break fun. was terrible. And you know what's funny? And this is how it solidified that I knew Corbin wanted to do this performance solely for the SMEs. This motherfucker only posted the SMEs part in his Bruh, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. he was like, he was like, SMEs too clean. I was like, motherfucker, oh my what? God, Corbin? <laughs> what I was the like, motherfucker, what? Corbin. I was like, you could have at least posted the beginning part. The beginning yeah, part was hella was solid. It was good. Yeah, dude. When I saw the... My when God. we were um, doing the slow-mo in sync, I was, I was no, like, No, yeah. That, that I was so proud of that part. And then kickball change to the back, back, yike, yike, weave, weave, spin. I sound like I did a fucking <laughs> cheek. <laughs> It was like a Mortal, Mortal Kombat Some fucking Mortal Kombat set. Dance. And then the finisher. <laughs> the finisher. <laughs> it was really cool, though. It was... Oh, man. It was so cool seeing that, for sure. Yeah, it was, it was really fun. Yeah, I and, remember. Oh, man. It was it was fun. I'm glad, like, Soya forced us to give a speech to Corbin as well. Oh, yeah. That that was, like, impromptu speech. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I didn't even that. know what to say. Because I don't nothing to say to Corbin. <laughs> it was really weird because that moment I wasn't even really thinking. You were just you were just talking in your just mind. Let out. I I was you're free flowing. And it's really weird because I'm a I'm a person who has a lot of anxiety and usually I'd be super Oh yeah, you were in that super but I wasn't really thinking about anything in that situation. I was and I was just kind of retro retrospectively reflecting on that um, at work. And it was really nice to think that I said all those things without writing, having, them. yeah, without writing them down, but also without having these thoughts of like, oh, what should I say, or like, what happens if I screw up? Or I wasn't really thinking about the crowd at all. Mm. And it was, you know, really what that weird. Means? It's like all that stuff you were saying was genuine and true, and it yeah. kind of there's there's a term no it's not really a term but there's something in dance that's similar when you just listen to your feelings and let it out that way so you let it out through movement instead you let it out genuinely through like yeah. words i think it was kind of like a flow state where yeah. uh, i was really wasn't really thinking about the crowd and it was really it was at that moment i was well now it was that it wasn't at that moment but like after that fact and i was just thinking about the events i was just really thankful that we started the pod yeah because the pod has really helped me learn to or practice my communication skills as well as trying to uh voice your thoughts yeah um communicate my thoughts articulate my thoughts in a way that is one-to-one -one with my what i'm thinking mm -hmm. and i was just really glad that we started this because it was um even though it doesn't have like we haven't really uh monetized it yet or like put it in a place where it's really successful um it was it really gave us an opportunity to practice skills 
communication skills, thinking skills. And I was just um, really thankful for that fact because it was just it, this whole time, it was um, this whole year that we've been doing this, it was an opportunity to just improve. It's almost been two years. Yeah, two years. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. It's, it's interesting that you, you say that because from the beginning of the podcast, it's actually something that was like a deliberate thing for me where I was like, I like doing the podcast because it lets me be better at talking and being able to be good at talking about how you feel and like the ideas in your head is really important. Yeah. That was actually something like going into the podcast. I was like, oh, I get to work on this. Mm -hmm. And it's good to see that we have made such improvements in that way. Huge progress. Like one of the things that I'd say we've definitely gotten better at is wording like our thoughts properly Mm -hmm. and vocalizing what we want to say. That way it isn't just scattered. And then also, I don't know how this has this worked, but I feel like talking to each other and listening to each other in terms of conversations with other people, we've gotten better at like listening to what they're saying and able to respond in a way that helps them understand. Like when we were leaving, um, I I mean, not only yes, uh, when was that? Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. Not only Saturday, but like I've also gone this before and like it really is due to the podcast. But um, like people have told me like you articulate words very well. And, like, the way I speak and I try to explain certain things, like, it's it, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It, it, does, it does make sense. It's kind of crazy to think that every week for, like, the last year and a half, we've spent an hour just... Training. Just basically training. Yeah. yeah. Like, practicing our speaking skills. And it wasn't even until recently that I thought of... I, uh, that I looked at the podcast in that way because... Uh, just like a year fun. ago, I was thinking, oh, this podcast is with the purpose of trying to escape the matrix, basically. <laughs> but I never I never looked at it from the lens of, oh, we're practicing skills that we could apply to other mm-hmm. aspects of our life. And um, so back to that uh, moment where I was just um, giving a speech to Corbin. Um, after I gave that speech, it gave me a lot more confidence to want to talk more. Um, and That's, I remember, sorry to interrupt you, but this yeah. is probably in this party. I've seen you talk the most in this party than I've ever seen you talk <laughs> Bro, at any party. Me and Paulo went off to the side and like, we were just talking about how this party really was kind of like a personal level up for you. Yeah. Like, like seeing, we've never seen you been so vocal to other people. That wasn't us. Yeah. And <laughs> we didn't even start the conversation. You started it and you're like, the one who brought yeah. us in. Dang, this is like Soyo 2.0 right now. That is. And it's kind of crazy. It's kind of like, cause it's that, that party was like the go away. And it was also like, if you really think about it, it's the beginning of Soyo's like, Oh level, yeah, level, level. independence. Yeah, <laughs> Soyo's Independence Day, right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, after the because this whole thing about the speech was because we were having a program for Corbin and uh, all of his other friends gave gave up to give a farewell speech, and then after the whole goodbyes to Corbin, my parents, my mom specifically, she wrapped, she did a closing presentation or she was wrapping up their the program the program that we had and at that moment i was like i felt inclined again to say something and, and you said something it was amazing <laughs> and then i was, was just so like cool. you know what it's right here right now and you, i just walked up um and i it was so cool. i asked my mom for the mic and uh i kind of just let out again i was just like open poured out my heart and this time it was directed to my parents where i gave um a goodbye speech to my parents. I was, th- I, t- I told them I was thankful for all the things that they did. It was hella emotional. And it was really genuine because like, I was just thinking about the things my mom did, uh, trying to, you know, trying to make it here in America, you know, being a nurse from a different country. And she had to, um, go all the way here, figure stuff out herself without even having known the language. And, to the fact that I'm in this position, like this position I'm in right now is because of all the effort she put in. I was just 
really moved by that. And I, I really want to let my parents know. And my, my mom specifically, I really wanted to thank them before they left to go to the Philippines. So I let I poured out my heart and I made my mom cry. Yeah, you made her too. cry. I didn't really expecting. made her cry. It started as a hug and then the hug lasted for like, like for like ten minutes and then we're like, why are they still hugging? And then like, you saw like a little shake and we realized, oh, those are tears. Yeah, I didn't expect that because uh, it was like a family hug and. Mm-hmm. I was ready to be like, okay, we're done. And then I see my mom, my, my mom's face was red and she was teary. Was and I was bawling. like, oh gosh, no. So I, yeah. I hugged her more. We're like, dang, so you made her cry. We're yeah, that to that feeling you felt before the grabbing the mic, did you feel like right here in your chest? Like, it was I was like, like I need in like your diaphragm, like literally like physically like right here. Yeah, I was like, like it yeah, just I, felt warm. Yeah, I, I, I just felt like I needed like, to. Yeah. It needs to. I need to let it bloom. I need, a, I need it to come yeah. out. Those You have those feelings in life. This is one thing that I've noticed for sure is like you get those feelings when especially when you're going to go do something in front of other people and it's it's like pressure. And if you really think about it, like when I feel like why we've gone so better, especially you at communicating with other people is because we're constantly, like Paula said, one hour of the week we practice talking in front of a camera and that's constant pressure because we're recording and you don't want to fuck up or like even though paul could go back into edit like oh, that's yeah. more work for him it's just it's more natural if the conversation just flows so like us constantly doing that and you constantly doing that i feel like that's what was able to let you push through and like because sometimes when people get that feeling inside of them like there's always something that holds them back like yeah. recently like i've had that feeling lately but sometimes like you just want to go out there and like release whatever you you're feeling inside your heart and when you're able to do that you feel so proud that you do it and then it affects the people around you i mean you fucking made your mom cry yeah uh after that it's funny too because after that speech uh all these titas came up to me and were like, wow, that was such a nice thing that you wow. did for them. And I was like... You got the titas approval. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so That's funny crazy. because... Uh, I was like, oh, thank you. It just came from the heart. And I was, and the titas were like, I know we could feel, or we could tell from... They uh, could from, feel it, bro. We could all yeah. feel it. <laughs> they're, they're like, yeah, we could feel it. Are you, are you in nursing school? <laughs> they're like, we could yeah, feel it. Um, the moment. <laughs> uh, n- nursing? <laughs> Nurse? So uh, what, what school are you in? <laughs> oh, but like the thing is too, my mom after that fact was because it was my mom and all the other teachers, they came up to me and they were just like, oh yeah, you did really good. And it was, that was a nice speech. My mom was like, I think you have demonstrated that you, you have what it takes to be independent here oh my god and she's like you really are very mature for your age and i'm really that must have hit that must have like how did you not cry from that i would have cried no especially like knowing how much it took for them to like adapt to you dropping out of college and stuff honestly i feel like for all three of us that kind of statement hits hard yeah Yeah, i was like if how did how do you not cry from that if my parents told me that i would cry bro I have to I force that out of my parents. <laughs> they just don't tell me that willingly. Yeah. Uh, it was a really tender moment. It was, I was just really happy. It was just like a happy moment. It so was like, It was a super like, it was such a wholesome moment. It was moment. just a good day, man. It was like heat of the moment. It was a really good day. Core memory type day. And um, it's the first time we all went to a party together. I know. It was so. <laughs> in like 10 years. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy, It really man. was. It was a good time. We should do that. Why don't we do that more? I mean. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, and then. So. Well, I mean, usually your parents and Soy will show up. It's just, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's probably my fault. My fault. Yeah, but after that, we we went outside, and then we it was a uh, it was like we had a um, a support group going on. Oh yeah, the, all the older kids got together. Yeah, yeah, and then it felt good when they asked for our opinion because like we. We've always had this stigma in our mind that we're the degenerates of, like, yeah. like the Filipino kid or, like, new generation, yeah, essentially. We were the like, deviants of the Like, bro, group. look at our arms. <laughs> like, and then we're all college dropouts and stuff like that. This like, is a slur. <laughs> and those are two slurs. You're right. And this uh, <laughs> you just <look> at- <laughs> This a ding. Yeah, but... 
Yeah, we're the we're the degenerates of the Filipino community out here. In yeah, AZ. but them asking us like how we are doing and like us explain like we're doing fucking great. It, no, I don't it know was about so great. Like, foreign. I mean, we're, we're doing, good. We're yeah, better yeah, than if we were, were better, to be in yeah, college. For sure. And better then, than then our like, really taking in the information. Like, like, they were actually listening to us. I was like, this is crazy. At one point, like, I wanted to be like, are y'all even fucking listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how it was set up, we had, like, this table, right? It was, like, in the backyard. And it was a range of different groups. But most of them were at least, like, above, like, 18. A couple younger ones around. But it ranged from, like, 18 to, like, 20, like, late 20s. And yeah. we were kind of in the middle. But the table was divided between, like, the people that went to college and did the whole like traditional way of doing it nursing. and then yeah nursing and then there was us on the other side of the table where we all had all dropped out to pursue whatever the fuck our you know our own in our own kind of journeys that wasn't school related yep. and then there were the younger the younger kids off at the end of the table i forgot how they got there i just remember soyo was talking to them and soyo then, had brought one of them out there mm-hmm. with the one we all know of and then they all just started coming Oh, yeah. And then next, you know, like there was that area of kids all in like med school or like going to med school or in yeah. college. Then you had, like you said, our area. And then, yeah, it was. So we, we were just all catching up, like generally, like I was talking to, you know, the older, older people that were there. We were catching up. And then as like things like progressed, like other people joined at the end of the table. So you like invited people over. And then they started asking us for advice. It started with Soyo was, you know, saying a lot of things that uh, that would help them because they're a bit younger, somewhere like in high school, somewhere in college. And Soyo was just giving like some really powerful like words of wisdom to them. And then it soon like moved like our way. And then I gave like it was Soyo was saying a lot of things that uh, that I agreed with. And it was like. He, he was saying all the things that I would have said. So I'm like, I'll just let Soyo say, you know, all those things. Cause I'm, I was, I'm not going to say the same thing because we feel the same thing about, uh, school and whatnot. And I would just put in like a couple words, comments every now and then throw in a joke. And then it would, it moved over to Christian and I was watching Soyo. I was, I, I looked at Christian. I was like, Soyo's kind of spinning right now. It feels like the podcast, you know, what's crazy. We were sitting the same way that we Yo! usually sit. Really? Yeah, we oh were. Well, that was the right. old school layout. Yeah, now Yo. Christian's in the middle. I was also thinking about this too. When we do our intro, it goes left from right. Pa- my name is Paulo. My name is Christian. My name is Soyo. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, but we were sitting in like our podcast pose. I was like, yo, Soyo's kind of spitting right now. No, no. Bro, we looked at each other like, yo, Soyo's spitting. Soyo's spitting. Yeah. And then it, <laughs> I moved over. It skipped over me because I was like, I don't have anything to say. Yeah. And then we went over to Christian and then Christian's like, all right. Still, and then Christian started spitting. Up. I had a whole ass fucking speech. And like, yeah. My fucking. It was good. Yeah. Like you guys had such like powerful like speeches and like words to say i was like damn they're both spin yeah and then uh your sister ruined it (laughs) your sister ruined it by saying they have a podcast oh my gosh no no or probably watching right now if you guys are watching it thank you for real yeah if you guys are from that party and you are watching us now and you've gotten into and if you ever feel like you want to join this podcast you know we are always looking for a special guest or yeah hit us you know honorary member or uh, honorable mentions and um, we need someone to replace corbin yeah (laughs) that's what we're trying to say or if you want to be a permanent member we are accepting applications accepting applications you will not get paid but (laughs) you will take good information we'll have we'll hang out we'll have we'll hang out. a good time we'll take you out we could even play fucking mario party afterwards yeah we usually get fucked up after the podcast oh so. yeah <laughs> oh, can we go to oil after this <laughs> damn we went to oil last week Fuck, we did it's a little expensive well, i'm just fucking hungry yeah last time i was 12 my dad made spaghetti what, what kind of spaghetti filipino spaghetti like filipino filipino spaghetti i don't know I, I was in the middle of it when he was cooking so i don't know i'll take a look at it <laughs> okay yeah, yeah if you guys want to join the podcast feature be featured on an episode just hit us up i'm uh, actually hit them back on be like ayo so we just released a new episode um we should make a group up. chat you guys got their i Instagrams. got some of them yeah. yeah i got some yeah we'll hit them up this is our new filipino community that we hey, wanted that's crazy uh, we need to yeah we need to unite the avengers Hell, something yeah that uh a theme that i really noticed 
amongst our community, like the Filipino, I guess, culture in general is that we all have the same struggles of. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Of uh, parents so relatable. That are not very communica- communicative, uh, parents that just have to do this without explaining why, um, us trying to break out of this, like, this, this cycle. generational cycle of trauma yeah. and uh, lack of communication. Um, being emotionally distant, mm-hmm. all not the being able above. to express the fe- their feelings, not being able to express what they want to do with their life, or mm-hmm. if they actually feel lost, because Filipino parents always have the same answer: like, get out of high school, you you don't know what to do, go to nursing. It it's like there's no mind. other option to like discover yourself. Like shit, you're fucking eighteen, fresh out of high school, you have so much time to like, you know, figure it out. But then like they put that pressure on you and they think, Oh, you need to get a job immediately. When in reality, like you have, I'd say like an extra four or five years to figure out what you really want to do. And then you could spend the next four or five years working up to that. And then yeah, you're enjoying life. That That's where the era we're in right now is like, we're all broke and then we're all just trying to figure it out. But I would say that we're significantly, yeah. significantly a lot happier. Well, I'm broke as fuck. We're all broke as fuck. But, but like, I don't think about my bank account when I'm enjoying like time with you guys. Yeah. Unless we're like, you know, getting food. I'm like, shit, can I afford this? <laughs> but besides that point, it's like when I'm dancing, I don't think of my fucking bank account. Shit like that. When you're boxing, you don't think about your bank mm-hmm. account. You're thinking about not getting knocked the fuck out. Yeah. Above yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, um. Was I? I was gonna say something about this. Okay. Well, before I that, before I say that, I also to the and the thing is with our parents, um, they're just they're ba- they're just giving us information based on their circumstances because they're they yeah. care, they're immigrants so they had to fight for their lives. They're fobs. Um, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. they they had to go to the route of if I don't get this job if I don't make money I'm not gonna be able to make it here in America. Um, but where they, where they, they kind of missed a step is that now that they went through that struggle and it's uh, their kids don't have to go through that struggle, they can have their kids look through a different lens that they don't have to, or that they had they didn't have to look mm-hmm. through. We have the opportunity to look at the other options, unlike they did, because we actually have the opportunities that our parents fought for. The opportunities that we're we are given and it's that's something they i don't know if they realize because through like the way they communicate because you know they still say oh if you need money or you don't know what to do just go get a job go do nursing because makes because money that's, that's how you're gonna survive yeah. and live it's a formula for them they're like i know that this works yeah. do this and it makes sense why they say because it obviously worked for them mm-hmm. but like Soy was saying, like the reason why they did that formula was so that it would have better opportunities for their kids. Like that's why they moved here. Mm-hmm. But then, like, <laughs> then we're only limited to one opportunity until you actually like break the fucking generational like lack of communication. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like one of the biggest things that I was glad I was able to like be vocal about to the people listening to us was. If you don't want to go to college at the moment or ever, or you feel like it's not for you right now, it's okay to like, you know, sit down with your parents and have that conversation. At one point in your life, you're going to have to have a heavy conversation with your parents and like, they're not going to understand it immediately. But eventually at the end of the day, like Filipinos are family oriented. They're going to love you regardless. And that's only going to build the relationship that you have with them. And it's going to build better communication yeah and a, and a pro tip if you are going to have that conversation with your parents like i'm going to drop out of school um don't panic make sure you have like a you plan. tell them your plan yes yeah because that's what really helped me transition them out of that like oh my son's gonna go graduate and be a fucking engineer or something yeah. i had i told them like this is exactly what i'm gonna do because that's just how i am as a person i always have a plan mm-hmm. for whatever and i told it to them and they're like eh, i mean I'm not, I can't, I can't stop you. So, yeah. okay. 
And, and then, your your plan doesn't have to be exactly like your plan to make money, mm-hmm. but your plan could be like just be the show them the direction you're going. Yeah, show them some kind of direction. Don't just be like I'm dropping out, and then just be like I'm gonna figure it out. Yes, they're not gonna take that. They're not gonna take that. But at least if you're saying like I'm dropping out of college due to the reason that I don't know who like where I want what I want. But say what your interests are, and even if you don't know what your interests are, you could use that as a reason to why you're dropping out. Like that's what I was said when I dropped out. I was like, I don't want to waste your guys' money anymore on doing something that I don't I know for a fact I'm not gonna enjoy and I don't wanna stay in college doing stuff that I don't even know if I'm gonna enjoy in the future. And they understood that. And then I told them like my current plan is just to continue working until I figure it out. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, at least they have it checks their boxes. He has his money, so he doesn't have to rely off them, and he has his valid reason for dropping out of college, so he I don't he doesn't waste their money. And then, yeah, I mean, I think the one thing that made them um, feel okay about it was me saying like, I'll eventually go back. Emphasis on eventually, because I do want to go back and get my degree one day. Mm-hmm. That's like that's something I have come in terms with myself is to prove that I could do it, but it's on, on my own terms. It's like when you're out of high school, sometimes it feels like you're doing the de- getting the degree for your parents and not out of obligation. For, yeah, out of obligation and not for yourself, and instead of like out of passion. Yeah, yeah. and I, like once you learn to like work hard for things out of passion and the reward is for yourself it makes it so much better i agree i think now that i think about it i was i was kind of lucky in the way that my parents they spent all of their like their college money on like the college like my kids college fund that all went to like my sisters and they didn't have any for me so it's like you either you know get a scholarship or you're just not you got to figure it out. And I'm like, so it, it took a little, a lot of pressure off of me when I was like, I'm not going to go to college. And they're like, okay, well, I wasn't paying for it anyway. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it took a little bit of pressure off of me being that they didn't save up for my college. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> I think my parents were proud or were at least maybe a little bit happier when I was like, cause they had a college fund for me. Mm-hmm. And I told them, I was like, you guys could just keep the money, take that money, go take yourself to the Philippines. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> Shit, I'll take it. <laughs> So um, if I go back, it's definitely on like <laughs> the go to the Philippines. Yeah, we're here because my son didn't go to college. Yeah, and I mean, hey, yeah. now we're living the good life. Yeah, you know, like one of the things I definitely am very happy about with the fact that I didn't go to college is that, or that I didn't follow through with college is that it feels like I've. I've been broken out of a shell of being very mindlessly doing something where in college um, I did the, I, I went to college and I took classes because that's, I was, that's what I was told to. And I, it's just, that's what you're supposed to do. Society tells you to do that. Your parents tell you to do that. Um, and it wasn't until uh, I started working, I started thinking more, being more introspective, listening to podcasts, learning about all these different things that I feel like I'm finally taking more initiative with my life where I'm taking action for my own intrinsic desire as opposed to because society tells me to do this or it's because my parents told me to do this. So it's like I'm ac- I feel like I'm actually living life now where before I was kind of just on autopilot hoping that things will work out because this is what the formula is for apparent success. Um, and I think that's something that's very valuable, valuable to achieve while you're young. Uh, and I, I don't know, it's hard to get it in college because uh, unless you're driven and you're doing a degree because you actually genuinely want to get that degree, most people are doing it because that's what they're told. That's, it's a formula that they're following. And so there's like that element of they're not actually using their own mind to make that decision. And I just feel like, um, I, I feel more alive pretty much. I feel I'm, I'm glad that 
this is the situation I'm in, despite the fact that, you know, I'm struggling. But it's I a struggle. That we're makes struggling you, together, man. Yeah. It's the struggle and pressure that makes. Yeah. And, I, and yeah. another like aspect, uh, frame of mind that <laughs> another frame of mind that I learned to take up more recently is that all these struggles and the hardship, all the things that I find inconvenient it's just going to be it's a, it's just an opportunity for me to get better because if um if I'm just accustomed to living the high road easy life just chilling I'm just not going to be a substantive person I'm just not I'm just going to suck ass as a person I'm not yeah. going to have character I'm not going to be I'm not going to be a person with a great personality whereas all the things that when I'm going through the ringer I'm going through the trenches I'm going through all this hardship it's going to shape me in a way that's going to make me more um, reliable to the people that I care about as well as just be a better person overall and I think I want that for myself as opposed to just living the easy life and just being mindless drone yeah it's it's definitely all about perspective when you're going through tough times and struggle because I mean unless you're like fucking born into a rich ass family and like life is easy to you life there's always going to be like struggles regardless of what you're doing like what area you're working on in it it applies to everything and perspective is definitely a huge thing because you could either let those struggles be the reason why you quit doing something you enjoy doing or why you give up and essentially like just succumb to like the struggle or you could switch up the perspective and have set yourself expectations to being like after i get past this i'm gonna become a better person or like you're gonna there's gonna be a new version of yourself that you've never like would have thought you could achieve or like would have ever imagined mm-hmm. like right now what i'm going through is like i feel like i'm at a creator's block or like just struggle with my movement and dance and last night i was talking to my directors and like of the family i'm in and what she told me was like change your perspective of it and like you could set an expectation so that when you're working hard to get out of the rut you're in, out of like, out of the struggle, out of like whatever is holding you back, you're gonna be a completely different person. And like physically, like in dance, like my movement will look looser and like more fluid. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that applies with everything in life. Like right now, we're all fucking struggling with like finance and like whatever we're trying to do with our passion but we haven't given up like we haven't let those struggles consume us instead we're kind of our perspective is out once we're out of this struggle like we're gonna be good we're gonna be better like in like the next year or two wherever how long it takes we're using that you know that kind of like vision that we have as fuel to like continue to work hard and get out of whatever we're going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd even say like, I'm pretty happy right now, even if I'm That's not, great. even if I'm not like, I, I told this to like Soyo, I think to you, but I'm like, I do exactly what I want to do with my life every day. And it's like, it doesn't get better than that. And it's like, I don't think life is supposed to be like good all the time. If it was, then it would kind of suck. It's yeah. it's just really choosing your opportunity cost. It's either the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. You're either going to suffer the pain of uh, chaos or like the pain of monotony. It's it's just like a choice of what you want. And I think it's like if you want to be a strong person, you're gonna have to have like you're gonna have to put obstacles in your life, like challenges for you to overcome if you want to be a strong person. At the end of it, it's like I wouldn't know who I am if I didn't challenge myself. Like I, for example, in boxing, it's like if I, I have this fear like that come that came as like a kid. I was like, what if I'm like not strong enough? What if I'm not brave enough? And I prove I prove to myself every time I like go and spar or something when I'm scared. And it's like, oh, this person's twice my size, and he's he's fucking he's way more skilled than me. Like who? And that's when I have the opportunity to prove to myself who I am. Yeah. And I'm like. I'm going to go fight him anyway. I don't care if I'm scared. Yeah. It's like, cause Monday, Oh man, Monday, I, I got into a pretty heated battle. Like it was, I'll get into it, but 
you're physically battling someone else, but mentally, like you're battling yourself. Mm. It's like if you if you make that push or not. So basically, on Monday, um, I take Crump, and then one of my like close friends in the Crump community, he's fucking, he's crazy. He's like a monster. He called me out. Like Dang. that's what Ooh. it's called. It's, a, it's called a call out. Oh, like no. after like the class, he's like, I want Christian. Oh, and I was like, oh. like I didn't know. I thought like me and him were just gonna talk or like session afterwards. He put on a track and like he just first I was just sessioning, and then he, when he went, he was going after my throat. And, oh, yo, in hey. other dance styles, there's no contact, but in Crump there is contact. Damn. Like he was grabbing my shirt, he was taking my hat off, throwing it across the room, and I was like, oh, it's like that. Oh, it's a battle, and like. Every single, I don't know how many rounds we went, but I it wasn't until the last round because I don't. Well, the reason why um, you do callouts in Crump, it's not to push someone. There's no such thing as a level up battle. You don't call someone out because you know you're gonna lose to them. To like, oh, I'm gonna try and use this opportunity to level up. You go, you call them out in Crump because you're gonna tr- you're trying to go after their throat. Oh, you're trying geez. to you're they trying to beef? beat them. Yeah, it's not Thank even like you. a beef thing. It's like because you just want to do it. You want to assert your dominance, essentially. But he knows like what I've been going through with like my personal family matters and stuff like that, and he know he's seen it like be the reason why I haven't pushed myself into like uh like sessions or like dance as much, and like I don't know what his reason was why he called me out, but technically I'm like under him like in terms of like the hierarchy the hierarchy so like him being like a pretty much like a mentor figure to me like he obviously he called me out not in the mentality to push me but just to be like snap out of this shit like that's how i saw it and then like i said like physically i was battling him but it wasn't until my last round like where i was like I pushed past that wall and like that mental wall. And then like, I was fully like, like allowing my feelings and emotions to go out through my movement. And when they talked about it, it's like this, right? Say there's like a giant ass wall you're trying to get through, like say in sparring, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're tr- or like boxing and like dance. There's this giant wall. You don't know what it is, but you're trying to get through it. In sparring, there's no such thing as, like, this person trying to, like, you know, help you push push you or mo- use momentum to get past that wall. Instead, they are the fucking wall. Yeah, they are the wall. They are Some the of wall. them are literally built like walls. Yeah, no, and this guy, he's built like a wall. He's, <laughs> he's big, too. A crumping wall? Fuck. No, yeah. His, his crumb name is literally Tank. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he's... Bro, I look up to him, though. Like Tank? He's, he's one of, like, the craziest crumpers i know in the community and i don't know it was like it felt so weird crying while crumping but that's not not a really cry kind of dance no it isn't but one thing i learned is crump is heavy so like the reason why people crump is to let emotions out and it is a very intense movement yeah so if you think about it crying is part of it you know what yeah it's it's like people People call it like an abstract version of like contemporary because it's like so abstract. Like you're doing these poses and hits and it looks aggressive. And some people get the misconception that crump is, you know, aggressive and like, but in reality, it's, it's like passionate. It's, it's literally like it's beautiful. It's weird. It's like boxing. Mm-hmm. Literally, crump is like the dance version of boxing. Dan- doc- dance oxing? Doxing. speaking of doxing this is our addresses (laughs) our addresses or uh that bouncing 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 your box both of them sound like that's ass but you know what i mean (laughs) yeah yeah. so like i don't know at the end of the day like when you're going through like these mental battles and stuff like it really is up to you to like fight through it and you'll always have like a community behind your back but at the end of the day, you have to put be the one to put in the work to like get past whatever you're going through. Yeah. I was gonna go. I was gonna go <laughs> <in> different directions. <laughs> well, we were talking about um, perspective 
uh, earlier before you went on the dancing and it kind of shifted to a, a different topic. But going back to that perspective thing, um, I even applied changing my perspective today where um, I'm planning to quit my job in like a month. So I'm. If just, you're watching, I thought this. he was about to say tonight. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> wow. We'll record it. Nah. But going on our Patreon. <laughs> but it's, uh, I'm. Since I'm, I already know I'm gonna quit. I'm, I'm mentally checked out, so like I just don't care about that job anymore. But we we all been I found it's just myself, a paycheck. I find myself um, in a negative space a lot at work, where I'm like I'm I'm always thinking, oh, I'm over this. Whenever something inconvenient comes up, or like I'm just tired, I'm like, I'm so fucking done with this job. And it's happened a lot. And I took a moment to think where I was like, well, wait a minute. What if I instead of just putting myself in such a negative space where yes, this job is miserable for me and it's only here to serve the purpose of a paycheck. What if I just take a different perspective because it's more productive that way than to just wallow in my misery, basically. And bare minimum when you clock in, (laughs) the perspective I took was that instead of seeing this job as yes, it's misery and it sucks and it's, I don't want to be here anymore. I'll take it as uh, this is basically testing my tenacity and my resilience where if I get through this, um, if I get through this shitty situation and I'm, I operate despite this shitty mental that I'm in, then when I'm going through, when I'm working on something that I actually do find passion, I'm going through a hard time. I can look back at that moment where I was at work and I was going through some shitty times and I still managed to get through it. So if I was able to get through it at work and it was something that I was working on something I didn't give a shit about, then how much more would I, how much more when I am doing something that I care about, I'll be able to uh, push through because I w- I've been through a worse situation. And, and I took that kind of perspective and used it as like, this job is just there to make me to make my mental stronger Mm. and it's helped me um well it's helped me get through work but it's also just it's made me have a more healthy mindset and frame of mind over it as opposed to just wallowing my misery of like oh shit this is a sucky job Mm. because it is but it's also a chance for me to make my mind more resilient Mm. so instead of a place Instead of seeing it as a place where you just experience misery, you kind of took it as like, this is an opportunity to collect evidence of my like mental tenacity. Like, you know, look at how much shit, like I can power through this job. If I can do this job well and I hate it, like imagine if I'm doing something that I like, like I can, Mm. if I'm doing this well at a job that I hate, if you put me somewhere where I like doing it, I'm like, I, there's more levels for me to push through. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think that you were talking about how you're like breaking through like these levels and like the first one was like you leaving, leaving school. I think that was the first one where you're like, okay, I'm finally taking on, take, taking on my own self agency and I'm going in the direction I want to go to. That was like your first level. And I feel like you're approaching that second barrier. You're like that second level of, Oh, like this is like, this, this is a shitty job. Like I would rather be doing something else. Like, I feel like this is another step in that, like, you're breaking through it. Like you're going more towards the direction you want to go to. And I think that, I think I'm, I'm honestly so like proud of Soyo, like where he's <laughs> well, at for real, like how much, how much he's like taken his life, his own life into like his, his own hands. Yeah. Like, he's like, I think you've come to realize that you're in control of your life. Like you're not allowing shitty situations to control it. Instead, you're like these shitty situations exist, but I'm in control of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I make, what I, I i'll make something out of that shit like back then like i feel like old soy would be like i'll just thug out the job because he needs money asap yeah but it's like now it's like you get money elsewhere and enjoy you know your time like even though the pay may not be as good as what you're getting now sometimes i think right now you're taking into consideration like your own mental health and like enjoyment in life yeah what you like doing i also think that i've i'm taking more of a back then i was very more 
pain aversive and discomfort aversive i think right now i'm more welcoming of it because i just see it as an opportunity to get better mm. Mm. When, when did that like frame like that mindset switch for you i think it was like did you like come up to like a point where like you know i'm sick of this shit and then oh no that's funny because it wasn't it wasn't really any dramatic thing it was actually because i started listening to martin wisdom oh fuck there was yeah. one episode where it really stuck out to me um it really spoke to me it was it was an episode about like talking about virtue what men need to do you know what it takes to be strong dependent reliable and just to be a good person i the things that the person was talking about i really looked up to and i was like i would respect the fuck out of a person like this and i want to be a person like that because i find it very valuable i want to be a person that is reliable to other people is a pillar of support to other people is able to elevate other people and to get to that point i'm gonna need to i need to better myself i need to get i need to go through the trenches so i can break down and get stronger just like how at the gym you work out tear out your muscles so they can get bigger i want to do that for my person this me as a person i'm so happy that soyo has finally gotten into podcast because now i can talk to him about that about that shit. now now you know how why i am how i am is because yeah, like this is- yeah sometimes i'd be listening to that to some episode I'm like wow i feel like this is why paul's the way he is i can kind of i can kind of see how the perspective paul is going through or yeah. that the approach he's taking yeah, bro. Fucking, I love podcasts. I'm so I'm so glad that Soy started listening to podcasts and like audiobooks and shit. Yeah. I finally have. <laughs> you're like my the only person that I know that will like be interested in the same shit that I'm interested bro, in. Oh, it's so good. I love it. I know. It's like I, I always try to tell people like, oh, you should listen to podcasts. They're like, oh, this is a lot of work. I'll, I'll go on TikTok. Yeah. It was a gradual thing for me. Um, I I would like slide it in and then yeah. be like, oh yeah, this is a good podcast. And so he's like, well, I have nothing else better to do at this shitty job. And then it changed yeah. Soya's life. Yeah, it definitely. It literally did. Uh, I'm so, so many times where I'm just like, I get goosebumps and I'm like, wow, this is shaking my worldview. I yeah. love their perspectives on things. Yep. He brings on such good guests. Shout out Chris Williamson. If you want me to, if you want us on the pod, <laughs> <you want> to- <laughs> <laughs> didn't they just have like. Fucking like Chris Bumstead and like yes. like a bunch of super famous people on there. Like David Goggins was on there. Shit, paper planes on there. <laughs> oh my god, oh, bro, we are not up, oh, up to their caliber at all. But yeah, I, mean, yeah. I feel like we have good perspectives for our age. We do, but we're definitely <laughs> more like we're uh, gonna be competing with like Harvard professors in. Yeah, it's oh, more of like an educational. It's like more of an educational podcast. We don't. Uh, I mean, he's we, like so coin flip. Uh. <laughs> So these coin flips, how do so you come Mr. up with Mosby. them? Mr. <laughs> Mosby. So why did you guys make Mr. Mosby die? They're like, uh, uh, he kind of weak flipped the coin. Let me ask you a question. If you had a top five draft, <laughs> we start asking him the yeah. questions. No, I think one of the things, and I think I keep going back to it, but and um, I also realize it at the party too on Saturday. One of the things that we have to offer is just, I think we can be a older brother figure to the to the younger community and especially like even our community mm. filipino community but not it's not limited to that but shout out if you're watching the people that are trying to figure out their lives where they're in a limbo of like should i go to college should i do this what am i doing with my life how should i how should i live a more meaningful life i think we have a lot of insight on that and we can i think we have Inside to demystify the process we, because we're going through it ourselves and i think that's what we had to value we decided often. to go our, our carve our own paths which is very different from like a lot of other people so mm-hmm. we can give them that perspective which i, I like think being an older brother too yeah to other you are an older brother i am an older brother i mean awesome you were an older brother. Oh, fuck. <laughs> i'm yeah, playing i'm gone. playing he's you're gone. still his older brother <laughs> he's gone now he's gone forever he's went to the philippines yeah, in a different area yeah. he said he's <laughs> He's uh he's in a better place. Yeah, but yeah, don't we do should, drugs. Don't get don't get anyone pregnant, Corbin. Don't get Anyways, don't do I can't thing. believe you said that during the <laughs> during the speech. Okay. That shit was funny. It was, was so funny. I don't, I don't know why I said that. I kind of just Bro, no, that was a good one. The Titos that were around us were like, hell yeah. They, they, <laughs> dap, they dapped me up. They're like, he's right. No, yeah, he's right. <laughs> yeah. They were all like, know. bro. I, I mean, that shit shoot motherfuckers like six feet tall for like... All the titas were on your side, and all the titos were also on your side. They're like, <laughs> yeah, he's spitting damn. facts right now. <laughs> it was it was That's a good fun. time. We should yeah. definitely um, follow up with like all the people that we met. 
yeah. like afterwards because I feel like they could know people that could also use like you know our mm. insight on things. Yeah, we're gonna actually physically promote this. Physically? Oh shit! Oh wow! We're gonna door to door. Are you Filipino? <laughs> Some white person. They're <laughs> going to my neighborhood. <laughs> That's where we start. That's where we start. I'm like, fuck. We gotta go to South Central Phoenix. Are you Filipino? They're like, hey. I'm like, oh, oh. Yeah. oh yeah. damn. Bro, I heard. Um, I was talking to my my uh, buddy who uh, trains with me, and he's a little bit older. He's from Taiwan, and he says like, there's a mass migration. Like of in like Chandler. of Asians <laughs> in, in Chandler, Chandler? In no, well, just coming from like Taiwan to like here. Oh, oh for like uh, it was like there's some chip company that's like they made like a new like a facility chip company. Yeah, not like Lay's, like fucking microchips. Oh, shit! I thought shit? no chip. I was like, wait, I'm like they're, they're shipping. <laughs> they're shipping like, factory workers to here. Nah, yeah, yeah. Well. Yeah, there's so there should be like a bunch of Asians coming over. Those are like f- like first first generation. Damn. Yep. He's definitely he's got like a accent and everything. Yeah. I love that guy wow. though. He bought some of my shorts. If you guys nice. want to buy shorts That's in the description. We're living through the history in the making. Yeah. I I'm excited though. We have a we have a very interesting future. And you know, I I've I've shared with you like my vision of like having our community yeah. and stuff like that. I think Christian got some of it. He was kind of asleep when we were doing that cuz Christian gets 3 hours of sleep every night on a good day. I mean, even at the party, it really reinforced the idea of how nice a community is. That's what I'm saying, man. I it's Bro, so we good. can build that community. We can invite like, that them. Was, we can text that, them that right table, now. That table? Well, no, I am. Hey, yeah, hey. right now. I'm going to be like, I'm going to advertise this. Even though, like, you know, some of them know Corbin and we talked a couple, like, we talked shit about how he just wants to look cool and stuff. <laughs> Corbin doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we kind of, we're, sometimes we're just straight up upfront and blunt with him about it. Bro, yeah. you guys roasted his t- shit. Oh, did we? Oh no! Then you guys, you guys are like Corbin. What are we not? Oh, are we not supposed to talk about his? Oh, I, I who? who Your sister? I'll, I'll, I'll bleep it out. I'll bleep it out. Okay. Damn, just a whole section where it's just bing, 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 bing. It's just and then it's just a no, bunch I mean, of things. No, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Without using the word, the reason I'm brought. Me and so me and Paul talked about that on the way to Oya, and we were just like, "Damn, bro!" There was no music playing. We're just like, "Nah, <laughs> shit, just straight blunt because no music was playing." You no, because were, we're gonna be, be up front, man. Like, <laughs> it could have been done better. Yeah, he could have. He he should have waited. I mean, what do you think about it? Like, in terms of I like, think so he's okay looked. with it. I'm yeah, I'm okay with it. Like how it actually came out. Yeah, I'm okay with really? it. Really, but like, I'm just a very accepting person, dude. You are. Mm. Like I don't know if my my standards are. I wouldn't let that slide. If I was Corbin's older brother, I don't think you would want to check my standards when it comes to a lot of different things because I kind of just I'm chill with a lot of like anything. So he's pretty accepting. Yeah, so he's pretty go with the flow with it. So if your son was like gay, (laughs) no, no, like yo. Yo, I gotta censor that one. one. Oh, you guys, shit. your guys' energy is rubbing off of me right Gay now. Gay son or thought daughter? <laughs> Wait, what, what are you no, saying? So say if your son wanted to become a girl, but was also... Whoa. 12 years old. 12 years old. Okay, now that's different. And it was racist. What does that have what to is, do with I just had to throw that in there. <laughs> that was just on top? Yeah. No, That's dude. just an added, like, well, thing. Well, they're, they're still 12, too, so, like, I'm... That's why I'm that's saying that's the reason why me and Paulo had, like, trouble accepting it because we still see corbin as such a fuck like young he's such a fuck bro that's such a raw thing to call someone such you fuck fuck that is such a fuck listen here you listen here you fuck damn that's such a that's wrong more, bro, bro. i take offense that more if someone called me that's like more than like bitch yeah like, that's in your bitch listen uh, here you fuck bro, that's so brutal Corbin's such a fuck <laughs> damn yo the reason i'm also like more accepting of it it was because I already had that talk with him in the car where mm. I just... Oh, uh, yeah. You got, I, you got listen your... here, you fuck. <laughs> I listen here, you fuck. fuck, dude. Yeah. 
because you I, let your steam off. I already, I already told him all the things. So why would I? I'm not gonna be like my parents and be butthurt about it. Uh-huh. I already said my piece. Like, yeah, I just, yeah. I, I, I say my things. I move on. I don't need to like keep hold of it. Bro, I keep staring at soys. I'm like, bro. Well, one, the ink came out really good. That's like that's dark, dark. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then two, it's like if he turns that into or when he does, it's gonna be nice. You should do what I do, where I kind of just like left some space yeah. around it. Mm. I like that style. Yeah, I'll take some ideas. Yeah. That's <laughs> crazy because like I'm the same exact thing. <laughs> I just get front yours. front front is mine. Back is Christian's. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn, dude, a whole combination. <laughs> That's crazy. My 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 words are up here. My characters are on on my words of affirmation or my love language. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'm gonna definitely promote this episode. Like after we film that day, I'm gonna hit them all. Be like, yo, like just following up, seeing how you guys are doing. Um, Damn, we're going back to self improvement. This is the this is the time. No, nah. no. <laughs> Next, literally, well, when we when we film more, we're gonna film a stupid ass episode. Nice. I think it's a good balance, to be honest. Yeah, because I think that we enjoy both. Yeah, mm-hmm. but and if like, we force it, it's not as fun. Yeah, like when we were forcing stuff earlier this season, it was just it got dry real quick. It got dry, but now that like when we don't do self improvement for a while, it's like refreshing. It's nice, yeah. and then we get to be on our crackhead shit. Yeah, that's that, the beauty of paper planes. You don't know what kind of flight you're gonna join. Yeah. Bro, that's like that's an ideal brother for me though. A brother who has fun but also it's knows serious. how to lay it yeah. when it, when you need to lay it down. Yeah. Yeah, when Corbin, uh, you know, when the situation happened, we definitely gave it to him and we're like, oh, "Okay, yeah. Well, you have it, so we don't really care." <sighs> <laughs> I mean, that's I what mean, I told him. I yeah, and in like 16. That's the thing too about Corbin's like thing is like, "Well, you got to be for sure now." <laughs> like, it doesn't matter if you It don't not. matter no more. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Corbin. We're, we're gonna miss Corbin. you. We're gonna miss you, brother. Make good decisions, man, for real. Yeah, he grabbed my titty as soon as I saw him on Saturday. Oh yeah, because he was admiring how Jack Paulo was. We both lucky we both were. Dude, you guys are all like sexualized. Bro, bro I'm not gonna lie, Paulo. That's crazy, fucking, right? I saw his back and I was like, damn. I know, dude, his back is huge. And then he turned around with like double D's. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Bro, Cor- Corbin didn't even hesitate. He's like, damn. And he just grabbed Bro, my titties. When you see something. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm not even going to go with that. But that's the physique I'm trying to get to. I saw that. I was like, damn, I need to get back on my shit. Like, you, you ever, like, see that physique and you're just like, damn, imagine if that shit was on me. But I mean, so you got fucking abs, bro. Look at yeah, so what it, the fuck, bro. Oh, damn. Just pulling them out. On no, the I, I know, I've been this is the part that we're recommending. <laughs> Oh, just uh, censor that part out. Damn, we got a lot of censor. I censor you. Yeah, just just looking. Put, remember back then when we would censor with the little. Cartoon? I still do that. I did that last episode. Oh, did you? When you uh, when you said uh, you threw up a gang sign. Oh <laughs> yeah! Oh my god! <laughs> and then, okay, fuck it. And then you were like. <laughs> oh, that's then, what that word was. I was listening to that. I didn't know what Christian said. No, you got to do it again. I know. I had to do it again. Yeah, I mean, I was going to. They're right you next to each other. <laughs> Edit this episode. Yeah, well, I'll, yeah, I'll figure it out. Last 10 minutes, easy. Shit, you might as well censor all this shit out there too. <laughs> Just because. Just because. Favorite slur? <laughs> no. <laughs> Imagine I don't have a favorite slur. Oh, oh right smooth, answer. Smooth, right smooth. answer. If you were to just send one, <laughs> so you spread your legs, so he has to censor it. <laughs> what? I don't gotta censor that. I'm not huh? censoring it. Now you're junk. <laughs> now all the people yeah, now, now were now playing Twister. I mean, aunt, bro. I mean, I have no shame because whatever we put out on this podcast is like just it's, our genuine personality. It's just us. It's and honestly, us. I feel like it's a fun. It's like we're, we're fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I have fun. Yeah. So Bro. if you guys had fun on this podcast, make sure you like and subscribe to our YouTube. Join the chaotic Discord if you're about that. But if you're really you got that dog in your lungs, hit us up for that private link. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for watching. We'll see, you guys, see you guys next, next week. week. Bye. Love you. Link. Wait, you said that, bro. What'd you say? Privately, link. <laughs> <laughs>